Sitters, what's good? This is Joey Edge along with Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? And we don't have Brad tonight again because he's under the weather, but we are still front porch sitting. What's up, man? Oh, man, I'm full. Yeah, same. I am big fool. I truly almost forgot that uh, we were supposed to do this tonight. Yeah, we're a little bit later than normal. Yeah, we were having a good time. Yeah. Probably should have went live tonight. Yeah, we should have. I was too busy eating. <laughs> Ditto. Joey made his wings. They're kind of world famous. We had quite a few people here. Yeah, a little bit more than I was anticipating. I don't really know why, but... Because they're good. I mean... Uh, Zach, my brother-in-law, <laughs> came and hung out with us. He's here now, still sitting in. Uh, let's see, your your brother, yeah, Shane, my brother, Brock, Brock, uh, your son, Benton, oh, hung yeah. out. They live here. Yeah, but he hung out though. He did hang out. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was good. And you made some macaroni and cheese on the grill too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you I, cooked it on the grill. You didn't make it on the grill. Pre- How would you say that? Yeah, I mean, I prepared it in the house. Right. You cooked threw it, it all together and then put it on the grill. Really good. I don't care how you Thank made you. it. Really good. Appreciate that. I'm not gonna lie, that's one of my favorite things. I, last time I made it, it was it was it was okay, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of skipped steps because I was I was in a hurry and all that. This time I didn't do that, so really good. It was a little better. Really, really good. Um, so we got uh, what we got tonight? We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about what this is not in order. Dak Prescott. Definitely talk about Dak. We won't get into exactly what yet. Listen for that. Um, conference only football, college football schedule. Yep. It's, it's looking that way anyways. Well, Notre Dame still have a schedule. Bunch of pansies. Uh, maybe maybe get into UF, FSU a little bit. Yeah. And then it's uh, probably about it, right? Yeah, most likely, unless something else pops up. Yeah, it may. Never know. But first, make sure you guys go see JW Weaponry. Give them a call at 386-243-8587 or visit jwweaponry.com. As always, go by and see them. Um, that's the best option. Get your five uh, percent when you mention the front porch. Great people, as always. Yeah, if they don't have it in inventory, ask them to order it. They'll do that. It may require some sort of down payment. I know it's really hard right now for them to get product. Everything is going like so fast. Right. But it can still get it if you want it. So stop by. At least give them a shot to earn your business, and uh, they'll take care of you. Absolutely. Oh, people got to start. We needed some more reviews. So it's like every two weeks, you're allowed to leave a new like five-star review. So you don't actually have to type anything. Just literally go down, click the, the fifth star, and uh, we'll greatly appreciate that. It helps us out. I did not know you could do that every two weeks. It's, I don't know if it's quite every two weeks, but I'm sure people did it in the beginning, like months and weeks ago. Years now. Years now. Yeah. And they can redo it. And it'll be like a, a brand new rating. I probably need to do that. Yeah, you probably, probably need to, do. Need to five-star my own show. You probably should do that. <laughs> yeah, initiative. Uh, Zach, speaking of which, have you, uh, you five-starred the show? You should probably go do that right now. He's going to go do it right now. Here we go. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get into let's get into the conference only because we had a question on, on or I, maybe, I don't remember where, how it came up. You might have asked me. I definitely asked you in a, in a private conversation. Yeah. And then, was it JT? It was JT Clark on Twitter. He asked about it. And uh, so here's my question to you, and here was my question to you the other night. How in the world can you tell coronavirus that <laughs> because we're playing conference games, you're not allowed to be here, but if we go out of conference, you're, you're here all of a sudden? I don't understand. So right. Help like me the, out. The virus knows the difference between like a conference game and a non-con. Right. Right? Okay. Right. So here's the reason why. Whether you agree with it or not, I'm not here to have that debate. Um, there's plenty of people on Twitter that will, though. So if you want to, if you can find you can find that group of people. I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> um, my understanding is, so obviously in majority of non-conference games, they require a bit more travel. Not your traditional Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, South Carolina, Clemson. Like, not those games. But, like, Florida State, on for their schedule, they have – Boise. Boise. Almost can't get further away. I mean, you can, but it's a cross-country trip, right? right? And then West Virginia, it was a neutral site game, but West Virginia has a, a pretty nice travel. Like, generally, your non-conference games are require more travel than normal and are not required for the TV money – that's going to be like the conference schedules will provide, right? Because conferences like SEC, they have the the TV contract with CBS. They have to for like they have to fulfill those those games 
for money contract. They, they don't, they don't want to lose those TV deal like money. Right. Right. Um, so that's one reason why. So there's the travel, there's the making sure you get your conference games because at the bare minimum, we have to get that check from those major, you know, whether it be CBS, ABC, ESPN, whatever it is, you have to have that money. Absolutely. The other, the other and probably bigger factor is... To me, this was the most important This one. is the most important. Is the flexibility to reschedule, to move games within a conference. Like if... Joey is the AD at Florida, and I'm the AD at Florida State. And say it's not the case with these two schools, but say there's a, a discrepancy, like say Stanford or someone, or, or or someone in the Northeast, Syracuse or Boston College. They're like, hey, we're not playing. Like we're not we're not playing, and they're not in the ACC. They're not in the conference. Right. Then now I'm not relying on one person, like a figurehead, the the commissioner of the ACC, to make the the overall decision. Now I have to hope that. The commissioner of the ACC agrees with the commissioner of the SEC, the president at each school. You just have a lot more people influence in, in um, making decisions on one game. And, and then so then the domino effect of if you move one game, then how does that affect next week's game? Because it's not a conference opponent. So we can't just – so I think the, the reason that you do like a conference only is so that – they're able to shift because they have jurisdiction or they have say so over every team in the conference. Right. Yeah, it's going to suck. You're going to have to be super flexible, but do you want to play football or not? Yeah. I mean, essentially you have what 14 weeks just about to get 7 games in. In just a nutshell. A, just about. Yeah. I mean, so if there's a, a virus outbreak, you can be like, "Hey, y'all aren't playing this week. Here's a bye. Whoever you were going to play, try and match them up with someone, and if not, then you're able to say, hey, you're also on a buy because right. I'm, we're the commissioner. It's like one voice as opposed to having to appeal or appease five different groups of people. Yeah. It's still going to be hard because you're going to get mayors and governor, not mayors, governors involved, I think. I hope I'm wrong. But you may get in certain places, governors step in and be like, I don't care about any conference. I don't care about any AD or president of the university. My state is not playing, period. Right. I'm afraid you may see that some. I think you might be right on that. And that, that, I don't know. We'll see. It's still, it's crazy to think, but it's still a long ways away, even though it's really not that far off. Right. But this thing is so ever changing that, I, don't, I mean. Yeah, this, what we're talking about right now may be absolutely irrelevant. Yeah. Florida State came out with a statement based, I'm sorry, the ACC basically said they were going to do a conference only schedule. And then they deleted the tweet and now it's kind of up in the air. Yeah, I was a little confused why the Big Ten went ahead and did that. I, I, I don't. I think they should have said we have a plan in place if we need to do that. The Big Ten, which is what they did originally, right? And they, then they, and then they furthered that, I guess, a little later and said we are doing a non or a conference only schedule. And right, and they're what they're the Northeast, right? Okay, and then the Pac-12, which is out west, right? They also did it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I had my geography correct there. Maybe I'm not if that had anything to do with it, um, obviously. But no, I mean it's just one of them things, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope they play football as long as it's safe for everybody. But you know, that's. I mean, that's how I feel about it too. I, I don't. I don't know. Hope, it's it's like you said. It's ever changing. It's extremely fluid. But that is why they're doing what they're doing. If they go to that, so that way everyone's on the same page. Like the prime example is. All the commissioners of the Power Five universities were in communication, and the understanding was that there wasn't going to be any rash like decision. There wasn't going to be anything made yet, and then oh, all of a sudden, here comes the, the Big Ten, right? And like everyone kind of caught off guard, and so then it's like you don't want to be. So then, if they go first, you don't want to be the one that looks negligent, saying we're going to play at all costs by any means necessary because yeah. that makes you look bad. So the ACC, like a bunch of Oh, I gotta be careful. Um, they kind of followed suit and jumped the gun a little bit, and I think they tried to pull that back. But social media tweets there, screenshotted. I mean, yeah, but it's gone. Once you hit send, it's it's gone. It's not official. Herm Edwards. Yeah, Herm Edwards. It's not official that they're going to, but it looks like that's what they're going to do. I I have heard that both Florida and Florida State are still willing to play that game. They, I, kind of regardless. My yeah. understanding is they want to play regardless. If it's an exhibition, it's an exhibition. They want to, both institutions want to play. Right. 
That's, I mean, I know Florida, I think Strickland said last week, is, or uh, not last week, earlier this week, as, as long as the option is there, we want to do it. And I think, like I said, Florida State is the same way. As long as the option is there, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. We just got to make it happen. So yeah, I mean, that's exciting. That's encouraging, I think. Absolutely. I mean, it's tradition. Like, of course, Florida wants to play that game right now. Hell yeah. You got to get this W while you can. But, I mean, you know, I think it's neat or cool that both universities – you know, Florida State still, we're still going to play the game. There's too much tradition there. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's a game. It's why you play the game. No one's going to win. But that, that you said it, I think I'll let you make the point because you said it previously before we started recording about how you thought it was cool. I'll let you finish. Yeah, just, it just I think it's just cool the, the amount of respect for for the, the whole rivalry and the tradition. And even in a time like this that both schools can say you know what we'll, we'll figure something out yeah because this is this is more for the the people and the fans than it is for for scott strickland and coburn or coburn, whatever yeah. yeah so i thought that was i thought that was pretty neat of them yeah i mean as as heated as the rivalry is like it's better when both teams are good obviously and obviously when the game is but but more importantly when the game is played like it has <laughs> to be played it has to be played you know, you know what i mean there's no such thing as a rivalry if the game isn't played truth um uh, one more thing about florida state mm-hmm. mike norvell took a 25 percent pay cut again i thought that was really cool of him because they asked him to take 10 right yeah it was requested or asked right. to take 10 a 10 percent pay cut it was like if you make over X number of dollars, they're asking for a ten percent pay cut. Right. Him, he and Leonard Hamilton both took twenty five percent. Yeah. Which is huge cushion I mean, to the athletic department. Right. And Hamilton's been there for a long time, so I mean that's not as surprising. And he's a pretty good dude, so I mean not that Norvell's not, but Norvell this is, he's never coached a game at Florida State, so right. You'd be hard pressed for me to say, yeah, here I'll give you some of this money back that you've already promised me, and right. even though I haven't coached a game and yeah, no, I'm, you know. I would. I thought it was really. If nothing else, it was a really cool gesture, um, like a kind of like a good faith. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty, pretty good. Uh, Notre Dame. We're yes. talk about Notre Dame. Let's do it. So Notre Dame is an independent right. football program. Right. So if everyone goes to conference, conference only. only, where does Notre Dame? ACC. Yeah, no, they're going to, and the ACC will let them in. Like it's just well, that, I, it's they, that simple. they're a part of the ACC in every other sport, but football. But football, and then there's a couple other sports like hockey. They're they're in some other conference, but this because the ACC doesn't have hockey. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, um, we don't do that. So I mean, and they they play a what a six game ACC schedule yeah, every other get, year, anyway. Every year, yeah, yeah. So they're basically in the ACC without the strings attached. But why the money? Con- yeah, contract TV NBC, contract, right? The NBC contract they have. Yeah is why they can't go yet, and that's all their money. That's why they won't. That's, that's why, why they won't go, yeah. exactly. That's why Florida State should, in my opinion, they should lean on them a little bit, put a little pressure on them. They're going to call your bluff because you can't not have Notre Dame. in. People can say what they will about Notre Dame, but that brand is, I mean, you can't push it, that it, brand Right, it is, a, it is a brand. It is in a huge so. brand where, where they are and in, in where they live. Um but I think I think what they should do and what they could do is ask for cut of that money, the NBC money, the TV money. Absolutely. Because if it's not for the ACC, then there is no football season for Notre Dame, or they're going to play who? Group of five schools. I mean, I, I think they'll be entitled to some of that money, that NBC money, just this one season. Right. Speaking of that. Speaking of which. Um, There's another little, it's, it's yeah, a fake rumor, going. but it's still a rumor Sweet nonetheless pulse. that uh, <laughs> some of these conferences may go to paper, pay-per-view to try to offset some of the, like the, the, the money lost from, from not having fans. Right. One, would you pay for that? We'll just start there. Would you pay for that? So I'm going to answer the question, but the more I think about it, it doesn't make sense. Yes, I would pay for it. Um, but the the difference is that would it, it, that can't happen because the TV contracts is what we, that's the whole reason they're going to play this thing is for not pay per view but for the so like the schools are not going to be able to tell CBS at three thirty nah y'all don't get this game we're right. gonna, we're going to pay per view stream this thing right so CBS will still get their pick ESPN will still get next pick like. And ACC or the the ABC will still get ACC's first pick, and all that will still go on. But 
if Florida State's playing Boston College and nobody cares, then that game's not on a TV network. So then what? Oh, I see. So like, so yeah, I mean, so you're the lower level, not not the upper echelon game. So like, say. say ESPN three isn't a thing. Like they're gonna make you pay for that. I, I understand. You said yeah. I know what you're saying, but I, that's not. I don't think it. I don't. I don't. It can't see, happen. That's no. not real. I, I agree. I that's not the, the structure. The structure is why that can't happen. But but yeah, I mean, I would. I would pay. I would too. I mean, I would. I would pay. It's, that's pay. not something that would even happen. Though. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 willing to pay for anything at this point just to give me football. I really don't care. Oh yeah, no. I mean, how much would you pay for a game or for a full season? One game. They're not gonna they're, say they don't give you a package. Say they let you have one game. You said five dollars. Zach says five dollars. You're not gonna be able to watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. I, I mean, He'll be I, hunting. I, I would pay. I, I would pay. I'd probably pay twenty a game, and then. Oh, I'd pay more than. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay sixty dollars to watch Florida and Vanderbilt. I'm sorry, I just can't. You're just gonna just not watch the game? No, I mean that day comes to hell. I'll probably do it, but no, I don't want pay, to. No, you're gonna pay. You're gonna invite ten people over, and you'll all pay five dollars. You're completely accurate. On so that. then you'll pay at least sixty. <laughs> I don't know why Zach's doing sign language like he doesn't yeah. have a voice right now. But <laughs> Zach said yes, he would come over and pay five dollars. So yeah, there you go. He's still paying his five dollars no matter well, what. I saw um, Blaze Neely. <laughs> Blaze said that he would pay like around seventy-five because that's what it would cost for him to go to a game. About for his seat that he would pay. Makes sense. About seventy-five bucks. You not have to pay gas, not hotel room board, etc. I can I can get on board with that. Yeah, so that's what that's that was his logic, and I, I'm pretty much on on board with that as well. Especially yeah. if you start thinking about like you do with MMA fights and stuff like that. Yeah, you, one person that, orders it, everyone yep. chips in. That cost goes down exponentially quick. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm paying. I'm not gonna not watch the game. Yeah, you're right. Who, yeah, am, you're, I, who you're, am I kidding? Now, now that number can get crazy, and then I'll probably have to make a decision, but. What's, not, what's that number? No, nope, what's that number it. out of curiosity? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not going there. What else we got? Um, that's pretty much it as far as uh, Florida State and Florida is concerned, right? Uh, Florida has a transfer a receiver that's in the portal. Really? De- yeah, Deontay Marks. What? The yep. kid from D-Land? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, kind of surprising, honestly. He, I think he really liked it in Gainesville, and he, he seemed to – what happened? Seemed to fit. I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't gone. I haven't seen anybody really go into detail. Huh? Maybe he saw depth chart and said, "I'm out." I don't. I'm not sure. Is it like super super deep? Relatively, but I, in a year or two, I don't yeah. see where it. I mean, he's it's a, not overly deep at receiver. I, I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't think he was that great. I was familiar with him. I was. At, I coached at Dealing for a while. Right. So when I see any kids from that area, I'm always. I definitely. Well, who am I kidding? I watch pretty much everyone's highlight film, <laughs> but I definitely like take special interest Florida and a place I'm familiar with. So he was okay. I thought he was pretty good. He was pre- me, yeah, he's pretty good with a chance to be even better because he's pretty athletic. Yeah, I don't y'all know. can y'all, you at Florida could uh, recruit over that guy. Obviously not. Oh yeah, so I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Why is the sky falling again? Is the sky falling again already? Yeah. I haven't been on Twitter a whole lot lately. I um, went on to uh, our front porch sitting Twitter. <laughs> That's always a mistake. Yeah. Um, Trey Hosser just texted us. I hope you're recording and talking about cornhole. Oh my God, I guess we got to talk cornhole. We'll now. get. We'll go to that next. Yeah, we will. But, um, <laughs> but as far as like that's concerned, Gator Twitter is strong over there on the front porch account, and I saw where it's like. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just not – apparently you're whiffing on guys right now. I don't know anything about any of that. Uh, the kid that's between us and Miami. The D tackle yeah. from Palmetto? Or D end or whatever. But, yeah, he – Taylor, the five-star? Yeah. yeah. Well, that would be a big – Yeah, apparently – That would be tough. Yeah, apparently – I haven't seen anything because, I, like I said, I haven't been on Twitter a whole lot lately. I've, I've been researching other things like, you know, stock market and fun <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So uh, my Twitter game is, is a little on the diminished side right now, but – I mean, I don't know. That would hurt to lose that kid. It really would. It would. It would. I've said from the beginning, if we get the three Palmetto kids, the rest of the class is going to fall in line. Everything's going to be fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Five-star defensive tackles in-state are – that's tough. 
It is, and especially when it comes down to you and Miami. Yeah, I mean, we're not even mentioned in that, so. Yeah, I mean, he, he's said for several months now that it's a, it's a final two. That's it, yeah. But I don't know, man. I saw where the Marshall kid might be leaning towards Bama. Is that a thing? Everybody's leaning towards Bama again. Yeah, I know. They got they had a bad couple months, and then now it's bang, wide bang, ass bang, open bang. again. Whoever they want. Yeah, they're back playing big boy ball again. Yeah. Nick Saban got tired of getting embarrassed. How's Clemson on the recruiting trail right now? Uh, it's not going good. Not going great, huh? Did you see what I sent you on Twitter? Yeah, did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, anyways, but they had a decommit <laughs> from a cornerback uh-huh. who's apparently going to go to Ohio State. So it's a really he's a he's a take. <laughs> he's not he's not somebody that they pushed out. You right. know, that's the that's the go to. Of course, the spin well, cycle. He wasn't a take. Oh, yeah, grades. Oh, he, yeah, he wasn't a take. Yeah. Well, my fan base is guilty of it. Yours is too. I know. But um, so he decommits, uh, and then the D end. God, I can't. We can't say his name. Tenomise Adaye or whatever. Very good. Thank you. He um. I don't think that's right, but it's close. Nobody listening can tell us we're wrong. <laughs> um, where did he commit to? Ohio State as well. Was it Ohio State or Bama? No, it's not Bama. I don't think. Probably should look that up. I'll look it up in a minute. I got you. Um, you just talk. But basically, what he what he did say was, I looked after the decommitment. He kind of subtweeted a little bit and was like, "Well, it looks like people are starting to open their eyes. Maybe it'll happen more." Referencing Clemson and their coaches. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that it's it could just be one guy. But um, it's starting to become. A little bit. I mean, this is only like their second decommitment in like four years. Yeah. So Ohio State, by the way. Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, maybe maybe their sky's falling harder than Florida's is. That's all I can hope for. Yeah. Same. Because <laughs> yeah. We we we, we play them every year. No fun. The sky falls so much in Gainesville on, <laughs> on Gator does. Twitter. I, like I've never seen a fan, and I don't I don't focus on other people's fan bases a whole lot because. Why would I? But, man, I don't know how Florida State's fan base is, but if your sky's falling as much as ours, it's it's, oh, a, it's a damn rainy day every day. Well, we're fragile after Willie Taggart. We are fragile. <laughs> you know, it does not take much for us to get into a tizzy, I promise. They, well, they came good. out that with new jerseys. Bad. One time we had came out with new jerseys, and they had the white numbers. We got our white numbers back. Back, finally. Everybody's thrilled about that. Yeah. The, the, like the lettering or the outside, the outline of the number is like a gold but the way the fluorescent lights hit it in the equipment room, it looked like a a very high gold, like very shiny, like organ type shit. The fan base went off the rails. Yeah. We finally got our white numbers back and these idiots did this. And then they take another picture and put it in the locker where the lighting is normal and it looks perfect. Right. It's like, you idiots. The sky, the world was over for 30 minutes. Yeah. And then they found, they saw the other picture over a damn outline on a jersey. <laughs> so yeah, we can Thank be God. fragile too. Thank God. Not quite. Uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're going to cornhole or Dak next. Let's go cornhole, man. Let's do it. I'm good with it. So we went to Coach Oscar's house Sunday. Right. Played a little cornhole. Yep. He's pretty good, by the way. Yep. Ain't no way around it. He tells us he tells us every week, he's like, I'm, I'm so disappointed you guys haven't talked. Cornhole has it's been the only sport that's been back for like, I don't know, 3,802 months or something like that. It basically didn't leave. Yeah, except for the tournament that he was supposed to go to in Cleveland. Right. That one left. But other than that, like about three weeks later, they were back to play in. And so he's like, you know, live sports, you guys always want to talk about live sports, but Cornhole's been back for the, from since the beginning. Yeah. Like, All right. He always gives a hard time about it. Which, by the way, have you watched any of the cornhole that he usually tells us to watch on ESPN? Yeah, they're really good. Those guys are dumb good. Yeah, they're. There's they're, no reason for it. Like when I play, what with, they do though, I don't know. It's, I mean, I'm it's so you. hard to explain. No, I'm no, I'm saying like, it's what they do. It's not just make a ringer. Like, no, this they're so good. Their strategy behind each bag is ridiculous. It is. Like, purposely don't try to make it set up a block and then drag the block in on your third throw. Yeah. Like, what? And it happens all the time. That's what they do. And they just don't miss very often. Especially those guys. They don't hardly ever miss. That's the thing I was going to say, like, with playing over at Trey's. It's like, we're both athletic. We're both pretty good. We have hand-eye coordination. Right. I can throw a bag. I mean, I don't generally miss the board ever. I just don't make enough threes to compete. But the level of, like, 
consistency that those guys have is the difference. Right. I guess that's the same thing with anything, really. It is, but to your point, like when you go over to when like when you play cornhole with somebody who's really good, right? Mm -hmm. And they're at minimum scoring nine points. Yeah. I mean, bare minimum, they're scoring nine. They their rule over there is ten. Yeah. If you want to score points, it has to be ten or more. Or more. The right. max that you can score is twelve. Yeah. Ten. So that's one bag on the board. Three in. Three goal. in. Yeah. Um, and, but if you throw a bag and it's it's not like you said a minute ago, a block bag or in the hole, like that bag is useless. You it's, may as well. It's pointless. It, it literally may as well have been on the, the side of the board, off. Right. It's not going to do anything. And then when you get that in your head, and then you, you start pressing, and you're like, okay, well, I got to make this one. Then you make a bad throw. Yeah. Nope. And it, it just compiles, and then you get beat faster. Right. <laughs> you're going to get beat, but faster. God, they're good. Yeah, him and Kurt. We met Kurt. Kurt's a listener. Yeah, a big fan of Kurt. I, I like, like Kurt. Kurt. He's good, too. He's about a 10... Ten around two as well. He got on a streak where he made like fourteen bags in a row the other day. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's pretty impressive. Um, really good. They're really, really good. good. We'll be back over there. Don't yeah, worry. it's fun. I actually, especially in that scenario, we played a little tournament when, uh, Sunday. It was fun. I enjoyed the heck out of it actually. Yeah, it was good. A little blind draw teams. I didn't get stuck with Trey any time, so I didn't win. Yeah, I didn't get on his team either, so I didn't win. Good times. Anyways, <clears throat> back to Dak. So that's your boy. Mr. Prescott. I'm going to let you I, take I do. The I here. love Dak Prescott. He is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you have the contract details in front of you? No, I don't think anybody really knows the contract details. There's like, yeah, no. No one knows the exact no, there, details. The yeah. biggest thing with Dak is from the very beginning, he did not want a long-term deal. He wanted a three- to four-year deal. Um, of course, he wants the money, $35 million a year, whatever. Well, Dallas decided that they didn't want to do the three to four year they wanted a five to six year deal and i think their actual offer allegedly according to the world was seven years 100 million guaranteed and like 35 a year or something like that that's, i mean that's that's a good deal but the man doesn't want seven years he wants four years so i don't know i mean i guess i'm trying to find the what what we're being told but yeah i mean so basically, it didn't happen. He did not take the 4 p.m. deadline yesterday. No. Right. right. That That's done. And he's going to play one year on a $31.4 million franchise tag. Apparently, his contract was going to have $100 million guaranteed. Um, yeah, $100 million guaranteed. And like I said, I think it was going to be in around the $35 million, million a year range. I mean, I look, I guess bet on you. I just don't. That's a gamble. I, I, again, I don't want to get to that that slippery slope of counting another man's money, whatever, whatever. Right. I'm. Where do I sign? Yeah. Well, again, I I, I understand where he's coming from. Where you want a four year deal because then once the the TV deal happens in four years, then your money's going to grow exponentially after that. Like and they'll the, have more money to pay you. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like his, yes. his his paycheck will then be immensely better because they'll have more money. The salary cap will be bigger. Everything's better. If he doesn't get locked into a long-term deal. If he doesn't get locked into a long-term deal. Now, before the contract, yes. Right. But you're talking about $35 million a year, $100 million guaranteed for seven years. That's going to be tough for me to turn down. Where my, my do thing is, I sign? And I can't understand it, but I, I, I was talking at work today with, with uh, old Ringo, and uh, I, I just don't, like, unless he just doesn't want to be a Dallas Cowboy. I don't think that's the case. But And I, I started thinking about it because I said originally, I was like, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't like Jerry. But then I was like, you know, they got Zeke. Their, their offensive line is not as good as they were two, three years, four years ago, but it's still a decent offensive line. They traded for Cooper, then signed him to a long-term deal for you. Yep. Drafted Michael Gallup, very good wide receiver. Yep. Drafted C.D. Lamb, very good wide receiver. They're pretty athletic at tight end. Like, your whole offense is young and ready to rock. They're committed to him. In theory, yes. I, I mean, I'm saying they're not, yeah, without – and they are, in my opinion, with the checkbook, right. too. Without knowing specifics and for sure, like, all yeah. this is – Truly speculation, in my opinion. But, it, I mean, a lot of times where there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. And well, when Adam Schefter reports it, I feel comfortable coming on and, and regurgitating it to our right. listeners. Agreed. 
there's not going to be any more accurate no, source. Not in that. the NFL. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm comfortable saying that that's, that's, the, that's the conversation that's being had. I mean, he could be in a worse situation. He could be like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Right. Like they're absolutely not committed to him, and they're not almost kind of disrespecting him a little bit. I mean, I feel like that's not the case in, in Dallas. Dallas. I agree with that. So it's, then, it's a really weird situation to me. I don't. And then you got Dak's brother tweeting about how he he never was a big Cowboys fan until Dak got there, and then now he's not really going to be. You know, we'll see how long that lasts or whatever. Like, like stop tweeting. There you go. Agreed. Stop, Stop. tweeting. Ridiculous. It, it, this makes Dak look really bad. That's what I know. It makes him look really bad. It's almost like you wonder, is it one of those things where is this Dak or is this his agent? I mean, you just saw Mahomes deal. I, mean, it, I guess if it's his agent, it's still Dak because at the very end of the day, he has to say so. But Yeah, but I mean, if you're advised to do something. Right, that's what I'm saying. Because it seems out of character. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. To, to sniff at. Or you know to to turn his nose up to thirty five yeah, a year, yeah, a hundred guaranteed. But you're gonna go play one year for thirty one if something happens. That's a wrap. Game over, forever. Uh, now yeah. now thirty one should be enough to take care of you for life. It should. And let's be honest, thirty one is gonna turn into seventeen or so yeah. after taxes and everything. But still, seventeen is again should be enough to take care of you for life. Not yes, I agree, but not when a hundred guaranteed is on the table. Right. And, and, and as much as 350 yeah. potentially. Yeah. Nope. 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 No question for me. But hey, hopefully, hopefully it works out for him. I guess as it is now, he's going to be under the franchise tag. Yeah. So he bet. So he bet on himself. He has bet on himself officially now. Wow. Good for him. Hey. I think he's good enough. I, I do. I think he's a top six to seven quarterback in the league. So. See, I, I don't know if I. The reason I think he should take it even more is because I'm not sure. I'm not as confident in him as you are. Yeah, a lot of people aren't, and that's that's, oh, hey, that's, that's okay. It is what it is. That. Oh, yeah. So, hey, uh, earlier we were talking about college football, and we had in our show notes that we were going to talk about if there was going to be a playoff or not, and that's yep. my fault because I just kind of glossed over that. I don't really know how, why or how. <laughs> but anyways, so we're going to go back to it now. Um, so with it being a conference-only slate, mm-hmm. what are the chances – that in January, if everything goes on time, mm-hmm. in January we get a college football playoff. So we're operating under the impression that there is going to be conference only for every conference. Yep. So twelve conference games. So no Florida State, Florida. No. Nope. Okay. And we're also off like going under the premise that the season will start on time, like normal. Run with minimal hiccups. Yeah, hardly to where we're ready to play. Bowl season at the end. I'm just talking about the playoff. Is there going to be a bowl season? Uh, well, let's let's tackle the first one, playoff. My immediate answer is yeah, and yours is absolutely not. No way they do it, right? Right. Can I ask you why you say no? Because it's it's our world right now. That's I mean that's really the only reason. I don't I don't. But no, but hang on. What do you mean by it's our world right now? People, I'm not trying to make you get into like the virus thing. Pe- people make decisions just to make decisions. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to make you go any further. I got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so to so what I would say to that is the whole reason that the everything hasn't been scrapped yet is money. Agreed. Nothing draws, makes more money than those four bowls those TV ratings, though that's the biggest moneymaker of the entire season, hands down, period, without question. The only reason we're even entertaining a college football season right now here as we sit July 15th is because of money. So I think there's no way they don't play it. If they play college football, they're having a playoff. I don't think that the reason we're entertaining it is because of money. Maybe money in a, in a scholarship money type of way. But not money from revenue, from butts in the seats, or TV money. I, I think that they don't care about that right now, to be quite honest. I, I, don't, I don't think they do. I think they really? care about it. They have to care about it, of course. But I've talked about this before. The logistics of scholarships is an absolute nightmare, and that's the main reason, in my opinion, that they're even considering having a, a, a college football season this year. And what you're saying, just so everyone's clear, I'm sure they understand, is the – 
seniors who need a year. Now the scholarship count is way off whack for the history of right. forever. It will be off. Right. And, and you'll always be one class behind. And, and I saw somebody say, well, just don't get, get rid of the scholarship limits for three years. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't help because money has to come from somewhere. Scholarships aren't just like, hey, you can just come to school. No, they, universities pay scholarships. Right. Unless they're endowed, that's a whole other conversation. Look right. that up yourself. <laughs> we don't have time for that. But no, the Florida State pays every single athletic scholarship of its football players. Right. It's paid by the athletic department. Right. Yeah, so you don't. Uh, don't speak on things if you don't totally understand that was, them. I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody with a blue check by their name. That's what I do know. Oh, God. well, at least it wasn't one of our listeners. No, it was not one of our listeners. Okay. It was somebody with a blue check. And I was like, bro, that's not even it, like mm-hmm. Will Brinson. Maybe. I don't know. You're, you're somebody dumb. With a blue check. You're dumb. You can't just get rid of scholarship limits. And Money has to that, come from somewhere. And, I agree. Uh, yeah. And that's not going to solve the issue of those seniors that either you're kicking out without giving a chance to play their senior year mm-hmm. or you're bringing them back and now having a fifth freshman class or a fifth class in there with the new freshman coming in. So now you have two sets of freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Yeah. That's, nah. that's an absolute nightmare for every school out there. Dealing with that already with baseball. Yes. Spring sports. Right. In which a lot of spring sports, baseball specifically, have told their guys, hey, listen, if you can go get a dime from – Major League Baseball, go get that dime because we, we can't really help you here. Right. Basically leave. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, yes, that's happened. Well, the thing is, so I think that's where we have our, our real disagreement is I agree with that point. That is a good point. I still think the primary point is the money. I mean, that, that's where we disagree. There's no need to talk in circles. You, think right. it, you don't think that's as big of a deal. I think that is the driving factor. Money makes the world go around. That's just my opinion. I People, yeah, that's why they won't pay these guys. It's about money. It's all. Oh, yeah. I mean, that part is true. Sorry, I kicked your foot. Um, yeah, that don't part do that of, shit again. <laughs> that part is true. I, I agree. Whole, and, it, and it's not that I think money is not important to them. I, obviously, it's very important to, to everyone involved. But I do think that once they get several games into this, then they can kind of breathe a sigh of relief and say, you know what, we did our job. Whatever happens from here happens, and we'll, we'll move it along. See, I think that the money is such a factor, they haven't even really considered that aspect of it, the scholarship aspect of it, to the level. Because who would think about that? I mean, athletic directors, that's what they're paid to. But, right. like, I'd be willing to bet you there's a lot of our listeners that have kind of forgot how that spring went down. We're close to it, obviously, with your nephew. and Right. And, but we haven't forgot about it, how that went and how that is still going, right? It's right. affecting people. We've had people on the show talk about how it's affected them. Right. So I don't know, man. I, I think they play. I think they have a bowl season. I think they have a playoff. If they if they have a football season, they play. Say that like we said, twelve games, very limited outbreaks, hiccups, whatever you want to call it. They are going to play a a playoff, in my opinion. All right, I, and I'm with you. I, so you think they have a, a whole bowl season? I think if there's an opportunity for a bowl game to be played between two teams, they accept the invitation, 100% they're going to play. You just saw it. Basically, it would be a bowl game. Florida State and Florida both said, essentially, we will have a, a simulation or a, a um, exhibition. Exhibition, sorry. Exhibition is essentially what they said. To make sure we play the game, so I think there's, I think there's other places like that that would, that that feel the same way. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that you're wrong on that. I really don't. I, I, and I know you're right, actually. But it may not I, be a full bowl so, slate, so which because, is too many, anyways. But I agreed. So because it's only one game, that makes it easier to correlate people traveling and and being in one location and. So, yeah, I think by that, that'd be week 13, 13th game. 14, yeah. 14. I mean, you're, you're talking four you, or five months down the road. Yeah, so. I'm saying, so I'm saying if they play a 12-game season, they've figured out the traveling and all that stuff. Like In theory, in, yeah. In theory, if, if, we're, if, we're, if, if we've made it there, hopefully by at this point, maybe there's, I don't want to say a vaccine, but maybe there's a vaccine. Maybe we flatten the curve. Maybe Company's got a phase two coming soon. <laughs> Who knows? But I think if, if we're looking at a 14th game, 
you're, you know, you're, you're, I don't think you actually have a – did he have conference championships? That, well, that, that was going to be my next question to you. I – I mean, why – yeah, yes, absolutely. I, I, you, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why not? If I don't, you have an all-conference schedule, you technically wouldn't need it, though. Um, it, no, because, like, if you play a 12-game schedule – yeah, but you have there's tiebreakers and stuff like that if you had to. Yeah, but if Florida plays Alabama, LSU, Auburn, and Mississippi State from the West, and then doesn't play Texas A and that's a bad example because they're pretty good too. Ole Miss, Ole Miss and Mississippi and, State. Yeah, Mississippi State. If they if that's the two they don't get, and then Georgia ends up playing, uh, you know. LSU, they don't get they they're getting Bama this year. But for instance, if they don't get Bama, they get. LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and somebody else, and they, they leave off Bama and Auburn, like, they obviously have an advantage in that. So, you'd have to have a conference championship. Yeah, I mean, I think – Or get, or just have a team get screwed. Yeah, or if you're playing a full slate, you're playing a conference championship. That would There would literally be no reason to play not everyone to. in the conference yeah. and then not play the conference championship. I agree. If they do that, they're doing – they're playing conference championship. If they play conference championships, they're playing a ball season. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Like they're, they're just they're they're going to. I mean, if, my my if hope is all goes as planned. Yeah, my hope is that all goes as planned, and we have to find out. Sure, hope so. Let me ask you before I let you go. Um, like you're my guest, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one leaving your house. Um, before we go, let me ask you this question: Do you think an all conference only schedule helps or hurts your team, Florida? Because I have an opinion on this, too. But I want to hear yours first. Helps or hurts in which regard? Just in general? Um, or chances to make up? How break it up? Chances to make up college football playoff? Playoff or? first, but then, like, overall as the as a program. Okay, playoff, I think it hurts. Hurts, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, instead of playing Eastern Michigan, you're playing Mississippi State or Auburn or whoever. Or Alabama. Is, or Alabama, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. you could end up with Alabama, yeah. So instead of playing Eastern Michigan, you're playing one of those schools. So of course that's not going to be. Yeah, because beneficial. you're almost almost certainly going to get one from the SEC, one from especially in this time, Big Ten, Pac-12 is going to be out like they are out every year. <laughs> so it doesn't that nothing changes, right? Um, ACC, ACC, and then the Big Twelve, probably. Yeah, yeah, has to be. Them are the which will be Texas. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. Oklahoma might have something to say about it, but. Neither here nor there. That's going to be your. You're going to get one right SEC from, team. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. In in, in all conference. Yeah, you don't have a choice unless. Yeah. I, I, unless no. There's yeah. There's a three almost, loss. There's almost literally no scenario where you can get two. No, I agree. Um, overall, I don't think it helps nor hurts. See, I think for the playoff is an obvious answer. Yeah. It's basically rhetorical. Yeah, they're. It does. It, it hurts. You're not. I mean, unless you run the table, which is. And then it helps. <laughs> it helps tremendously. Then. <laughs> yeah. And then it helps your program tremendously. A lot tremendously. I think yes. it hurts your program. Not hurts. That's not the right word. I think it could potentially hurt your program because you're going to play more conference games. You're not going to get your break against Eastern Michigan. Right. You don't have. You don't really yeah. have a Wake Forest in your conference. You don't really have a Georgia Tech in they're, your conference. They're called Missouri and Vanderbilt. Well, I think they beat – I think they probably beat – well, Wake Forest was better last year. I guess that's not totally true. <laughs> but if you don't draw those teams, right, you don't true. get a true break. Right. Whereas I can handpick Eastern and Western Michigan, whoever the hell they are, as opposed to like luck of the draw kind of thing. Right. So I think I think you, I think you drop more games. So I think – I definitely think that, yeah. So, so everything is so win-loss oriented – People fail to realize what I, I think. I think people would fail to realize what Florida just went through, what type of gauntlet you're running if you're running a 12-game SEC schedule with hardly any buys because they can't schedule buys in case there is some type of something going on. Right. I mean, they'll have to. They'll, they will have to for player safety. But you don't schedule wins either. Like, you don't have any guaranteed wins on a schedule like that. True. So it, perception will be, oh, Florida dropped three games. Yeah, well, they got beat by Bama and Auburn and Clemson and, or Georgia in consecutive weeks or yeah. whatever. Like, right. Okay, yeah, they're the three top five teams in the country. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I think it would hurt more than it would help. 
probably most likely be indifferent. But now I can see your point, though, and and just the overall depth of the program, which I think Florida's is pretty strong right now. But three year, three years ago, I couldn't have said that, and it would have been yeah, a hell on wheels. Y'all are in a really good position. Yeah, a much better, much better position. Much better than, position. than, it, than it has been previously. Let it been previous. One or two wins or one or two losses can can turn into three or four in a hurry. Real quick. in the schedule like that, right? That's all. That's kind of what I'm getting at. If Florida State has to like double dip and play Clemson twice, boo, that's not great. That's that that sets the program back. It really does. That's the bubble thing or the the quad or the. So I, we didn't talk about it on air. We did for a second off air. Right. There's a talk about like a going to like a pod. Pod. That's it. Begin to like limit the travel. Um. So you basically like. Clemson, and then everything south. So, like, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, Florida State, Miami, and I think I think that's it. I'm, uh, one of the North Carolina – one of the Carolina yeah, schools, North Carolina, Carolina or NC State, yeah. and you have Duke, too. One of them would be in that pod. And then, then, there's a, then there's the northern pod. And the reason they would do that is because Syracuse may say kick rocks, Boston College may say kick rocks, Pitt may say kick rocks, and they don't want to have to scrap the whole season. So right. you do a pod, and it's geographic limits the travel, but you would play everyone in your pod twice. So Florida State would play Clemson twice, Miami twice. That would not be good for Seminole fans to play Clemson, Clemson twice. twice. Right. But. I still don't understand how once you're traveling, it you're traveling. It doesn't matter if you're going 20 miles or 400 miles, but whatever. I think, yeah. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I don't make enough money to to differentiate between 100 miles and 300 miles Nor on, a, on an airplane. But because <laughs> no matter what, you're not, you're going up in an airplane, and then you're also going to be in a hotel. You're not busing straight to the stadium. Like even when they played, even if Florida and Florida State they play each other, they don't go from Tallahassee to to Gainesville. No, but they may now this year. Yeah, but they not. Yeah, they may. That's like literally one of the only games that you could do that. Yeah, because every every schedule. other game, yeah, you're gonna have to. Even if they're not driving them kids from Tallahassee to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech. No, nah, but they could get off the plane and go. Oh, they would. That would. Yeah. Hotels will be. I I think they'll try to limit the number of of nights in hotels. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna leave on. I, I don't know. Maybe. I, maybe they may not, but... It's crazy. It is crazy. It is... Yeah, you're not leaving on a Thursday for a Saturday game anymore. No. I think that I think that's gone. Yeah. For which, now. Which jet lag and stuff like that is limited or less because it's closer trips. True. Good point. So, but yeah, that's pretty much... It's pretty much all we got here at freaking 48 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> here we are again. It's every week. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all right. That's going to be it for tonight, sitters. This has been Joey Edge along with Chris Martinez with Zachary Espenship sitting in, and we are Front Porch Sitting. See you next time, sitters.